I'm ready. You ready? Cody yep. the producer man, are you ready? We're rolling. I wish you could see Cody the producer man right now. He is decked out with a brand new production studio in front of him. He does. He got some fancy equipment over there. Like, and he's flexing. And I got a new phone. And he's, he's got sliders and red and green lights everywhere. Are those motorized faders? Nope. Oh. Unfortunately thought, not. They look like they are. They're pretty sweet. I can say this. We look the part now. <laughs> What's a fader? <laughs> <laughs> Those are on soundboards. Hold on, hold on a second. Let me give this to Brandon. Oh, and he's even got sound <laughs> effects. So programmed in. This is why we brought Cody on right here because he's so smart. I could have never programmed that preset. If, oh, if, if he wasn't here, we would have that soundboard sitting in a box somewhere for the next six months and then seven months <laughs> and then Heath would say I can't find it I, I don't know where it is he asked somewhere me for, in my house yeah you asked me for like two things to bring over here and I couldn't find either one of them but if you just you've seen upstairs over at the house that bed is pretty messed up <laughs> but every, so the whole upstairs is completely beautiful yeah but everything has been my wife piled everything on the bed Everything, of yours? everything production related, it's just piled. It's uh, it's probably this I don't know two foot off the bed stacked up. That's not counting the production stuff in the garage, but it's crazy. you would think all that stuff would be here at the office. Should be. <laughs> like, I, I'm told you, I'm afraid it'll get stolen. I'm seeing a big shelf back there behind <laughs> you that's got everything in order. And we need a checkout system. So before I go looking for stuff, I could come over here and look at that, and I'd know not to waste my time for an hour looking for who's got it. Who's got it? Well, if somebody's got it, it's probably Matt, because I usually bring the stuff back pretty quick. Oh, you threw Matt under the bus. Totally, just and he's in that. Mexico right it's now. It's the truth. He's the one that gets blamed for everything missing because he's always not the one here. Matt, if you're listening. <laughs> This is what happens when you're gone. I'll just edit that out. <laughs> Matt's in Mexico right now with Jeremy from Big and Jay, the Bone Collector crew. Yeah, and he's had quite the time. I and hear. he just sent me a picture. They let him shoot. He killed two javelinas. Those are like pigs. Nice. See it? I didn't he, see it. He was grinning from ear to ear. He didn't send me a pic. Yeah, he's, he sent me one. Those are like good. small hogs, right? Yes. yes. What I thought. If you could picture me in South, if you could picture me in <laughs> South Texas last time I was down there with Josh, this is no lie. We're coming out. This is I shot the most shots I've ever shot on a hunt in one hunt. Killed a bobcat, missed a deer, and killed a coyote, blew his living brains out. Then on the way out, we had a just a school of hot can you call javelinas a school? I know no. it's not fish. <laughs> it's not a school. <laughs> Is it a herd of javelinas? No. I've never been around javelinas until I got down there. <laughs> so this group. <laughs> I would go a group. This group. Listen to this. No, Cody. This the story's not got. You good. called it a school. <laughs> here, so check. Picture this. Picture me rolling right here, Cody. Okay. I'm, coming, I'm coming out of South Texas, out of the brush country, and we're on Josh's property, and this group of javelinas just starts running out of the brush in front of us and i'm hanging out the side window with my nine millimeter turned sideways <laughs> <laughs> dude i didn't hit a one of them oh my i don't God. know how many shots that's because that your night. gun was turned sideways yeah, exactly why you didn't hit one of them <laughs> well it, the, so we were just having fun but josh josh you know that's only in the movies no it's not it's on <laughs> south texas ranch with josh kinzer dude i looked i'm having a ball hadn't hit a one and i look over and josh's head is in the steering wheel he's crying and laughing so and i can't repeat what he said but he said it was something hilarious and it was a good time anyway it's hard to believe it's december another year down another year down a lot of firsts this year Mm -hmm. i think one of the things i'm most proud of fellas is (laughs) we have accomplished the goal of doing one year of podcasting (laughs) we made it and we gave an extra and we gave an extra episode yeah we promised 12 and we, <laughs> we delivered you 13 we delivered 13 and we had to fight to do it i don't know there's one of them might not count so we're really <laughs> there's the first a couple one. late night ones in there that, i don't know oh no i don't know that our viewers should oh perfect john hill go ahead and can you bluetooth john hill in uh or is it too go, late? you can go ahead and hang up on it and then we'll call him back hey let me call you right back <laughs> like that I'm fixing to call you right back, like in two seconds. All right. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna put this new equipment to use. 
All right. So this is so go to your settings here, Brandon. Then oh, we're going to do this live. Oh, we're yeah. Live. We're, we're live right now. Everybody through. Go Bluetooth. So the new production board, I'll, I'll narrate as they work, has a Bluetooth technology. Been around a while, but it's never been in, involved in a podcasting uh, studio board here. And so what's happening right now is Brandon's phone is being synced up through Bluetooth to the new soundboard. It's a done deal. And we are live, and he's fixing to call him back. All oh, right. if this works. Go ahead. Oh, he and, and, and he could have good news or bad news. We're calling John Hill back from F.E. Hill Ranch. Hunt F.E. Hill. Just hold that phone up so everybody can hear. And we are supposed to be, we're supposed John. to be. Yellow. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. Before you say any cuss words. I thought, or, you, I, I thought, I, was, I, thought I was on a podcast there for a second. You are. Like, you're live right now. <laughs> oh, in the okay. Of it. All right. I was just well, give, hey, what's up, guys? I'm giving you warning before this you is, start. Uh, this is the guide of the year coming straight at y'all from Hunt Effie Hill Ranch. It's still outfitters <laughs> double book y'all's week. And I'll go ahead and throw that out there. <laughs> I was just telling but, uh, John that we're supposed to be hunting, but we're not sure if that's coming or not. Yes, yes, every everything is good, and uh, we can't wait till you guys get here. And uh, I'll go ahead and tell y'all how it's all going to go down as uh, as soon as we get done with this podcast. Do you want to tell our audience? Do you want to tell them actually what happened real quick? <laughs> yeah, I'll do that because it's great. Um, it's great entertainment value. Okay, well, yeah, you probably caught me at the right type of day to to, to be uh, really good at that today. So anyway. Uh, now what I did is uh, we when when we get ready to start doing our bookings here, uh, most most people out there that are familiar with Hunt Effie Hill and Effie Hill Outfitters and guys have hunted with us before, uh, we we kind of take a chance because we don't really know exactly how many tags we're going to get and, and until we get right up against season. So it's kind of a it's a little, it's a bit of a crapshoot to get everybody booked and get everybody in here and and uh, make it make it work harmoniously so to speak, but. Uh, you know what I do, guys, and y'all—y'all y'all known me a long time. I'm a problem solver, and uh, <laughs> I got a—you are—I I, I got a great support group around here. That, uh, <laughs> r- remind remind me when I do idiotic things sometimes. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that just kind of—that's just kind of the the base layer of it there. But what what we did is back when I, when I first started taking bookings, I had a group out of Alabama that. These guys, they've been watching you guys' show and, and keeping up with us on social media and everything, and they, they've been wanting to come here for quite some time, you know, since this thing has is, is been up and going out here. But uh, what I did is early in the year, I, I booked just crazy, crazy, and I don't even understand why I did it, but, I mean, y'all are probably just sitting back rolling rolling your eyes. Oh, my yeah. God. They're, they're all standing we around know why. Getting, getting the plan together, so – Everybody's rolling their eyes, so that's good. That's great. But uh, the father-son hunt with strutting bucks is always the week or the days in between Christmas and New Year's. Well, what I did, you always, you always, you know, you you hold yourself accountable, guys, and this is what I'm going to do. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> like I said earlier a while ago, when I jumped on here with you guys, I uh, double booked that week for some reason. And uh, even knowing that it's always the strutting buck father son hunt. So uh, anyway, what we what we've done uh, talked to Heath and Brandon here a little bit last night, and uh, we we've been laboring a little bit over how to get it all done. We just got figured out how this thing is going to work and how well it's going to work. And <laughs> that being said, happy holidays to everybody. And uh, if y'all, if any of y'all, any of you guys out there listening to this podcast, if, if y'all need me to help problem solve anything, I mean, just give me a call. Give me a call. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not certified in psychology or psychiatry, but I've, I've been through a lot in life I could probably help you out with. But uh, I am full blown, officially certified an idiot sometimes when it comes to booking hunts. So I, I told B last night after I talked to you that you were headed home to stare at the ceiling. That's what you told me. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I did. You yeah, was a little I, on I, edge there for a minute. <laughs> well, I, well, I tell you what, you know, you know us. We, we've talked about this before. You know, being an athlete and, and growing up being an athlete, you had a good set of coaches when you were young and, and bring you up through junior high and high school. They teach you how to, to, to mentally visualize the goal at hand. And uh, so I've, I've liked to I, – I carried that through life, y'all, you know, because uh, <laughs> I, sometimes uh, I, I mentally get it 
I visualize it. There's a goal at hand. But, man, once we decided to go ahead and throw about 15 people in camp that week, there was lots of visualization <laughs> happening last night. So you got, uh, what, four guides, 15 hunters, something like that. It's going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. Actually, we're just, I mean, we're, we're just going to basically throw you all out there and let everybody hunt in like five acres. <laughs> Get that all. Get that all on film. Really, yeah. really, y'all not even gonna gonna. Uh, I, well, I should go ahead and tell them, don't y'all think? Yeah, I do. Y'all aren't really gonna deer hunt. We're just gonna duck hunt every day. <laughs> <laughs> my my son will actually be fired up about that. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. I remember him telling me about how much he liked to duck hunt. So that's a good so, uh, that he told you that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Good. Hey, either way, we know we're gonna have a good time. If, if we never even squeeze a trigger, we're gonna have fun. Oh yeah, no, it's good. We just uh, we just inventoried uh, the amount of deer stands, and man, it's it's going to be good. It's going to be we're, tight, we're, but it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, four, four, four or five people in a four by six. I mean, and a cameraman. I think that'll work. I think that'll work good. That's awesome. <laughs> and then, well, then we could have we could put one person underneath the platform. And we could put them in a ghillie suit and get them little camera suits going. <laughs> you know, I no like it. there's no telling no telling what we'll end up with. That's but, uh yeah. Oh, and another thing too, which kind of kind of to go back in in the logistics of this whole thing. Um, some, some of the people that follow you guys, uh, you know, they know that we're right against the Trinity River, and uh, we had the same scenario we had about three years ago here. Middle of October, the river got out. The river didn't go back till about six weeks ago here, and so we're talking about today's uh, what December eighteenth. Yep. So uh, uh, some of the deer are starting to trickle back into the bottom, and uh, y'all just uh, you know I, I would never tell any of my friends or people in the ranching industry or agricultural <laughs> business do not pray for rain but uh, uh if, if y'all could maybe just for the little central texas area more importantly hunt after hill ranch maybe ask good lord not to give us about 10 days <laughs> give, give us about, just about 10 days of no rain get through this little scenario eh? yeah yeah just it's just a small it's just a small problem we got so it's all good <laughs> <laughs> oh it's awesome it's all good. No, we're gonna we're gonna make it work, and if the deer go back to the bottom, then it's gonna be awesome. Sweet. We're looking forward to it, man. All right, guys. Uh, you want me to holler back at you in a minute? Yeah, do that if you don't mind. And uh, <laughs> it's been always always a joy and a pleasure being on the uh, Tour Twelve podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Glad you could make it today, John. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, adios, guys. All right, buddy. Later. See ya. Bye. Hey, that is three is that three pod, three months in a row we've had an uninvited special guest. It's worked out pretty good. We were better prepared for it with Cody's new gear. Dude, that was like rock star. That was sweet, wasn't it? I mean, if you hit record, it was. I think I did. It sounded awesome. Yeah, let's see. So you Bluetoothed. It's recording. We it, got it. That was in, And it was in all our headphones? Mm-hmm. That was pretty cool. And he could hear everybody? Mm-hmm. It's like a conference call for him. Yeah. Sweet. That was a nice addition to the family. Where were we before we got into John I, Hill? I think we were at uh it's been a year already. Yeah. And you were most proud of we were you were most oh, proud we, of that, us that we accomplished the podcast. Yeah. 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 I mean we set we cuz you know be we've talked about doing a podcast for probably a couple of years mm-hmm. prior to launching it because we didn't know if we could commit to it. <laughs> exactly. And I still, I'm going to be honest, I didn't know if we could either when we started, but it sounded like a great idea. And I knew, actually, I, I shouldn't say that. I knew with Cody coming on, we could pull anything off. I don't know about that. Well, I mean, as far as, <laughs> Co- Cody's really good at follow through. He is that. Like, if we said we're going to do something. Like we'd have probably missed November had not been with Cody. <laughs> <laughs> now, we did the last, what, couple podcasts? We did like one the in the day. truck on October the 31st. That was rough. We did it and then edited made it the made the opening and edited the whole thing in the truck on, on the, the way. interstate. Yeah. yeah. That was interesting. And then it was last month? Last month was November. It was the last day, wasn't it? It was like 30th. Yeah, it was. 29th or 30th. Yeah. At like 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. But we came through. That's right. Episode well, this is episode 14. Is it? mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So you're saying we provided two extra? <clears throat> well, I wouldn't count the first one. Come on, man! It was like seven, seven minutes or something like that. <laughs> it was on air. It, it says podcast okay, let's count on it. iTunes. <laughs> it says it was a podcast. We're uh, that, I'm not answering that one right now. <laughs> It'll cost me money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I answer that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
Well, so so anyway, pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> we we should pat ourselves on the back. What's in store for nineteen now? Well, there's a there's a lot in store. I mean, we've got because it's got to be. I mean, it's, it's got to be bigger and better for nineteen the, now that we've problem. got past the the first year. This is a problem with starting anything. Yeah, it's just like year one is like we got through this. It was and we had a good time. I'm not I'm not like saying we didn't. It's been awesome, but you can't not add to it and create. Mm-hmm something better so there's all kinds of stuff happening i mean we're right around the corner from ata show that's going to kick off the year yep always it is going to be hectic crazy yeah since we're doing this now it's going to be the probably the busiest we've ever been at one of those deals it'll be uh far by far the busiest we've ever been. It'll be uh, normal for me since it's my first ATA. Yeah, never, yeah, you won't know any different. You'll be like, mm-hmm. I want to go to bed at eight o'clock, and we, we might be too. <laughs> no, I ain't no kidding. We got all kind. Of, we're gonna be uh, we'll be live from ATA, a recording live anyway from ATA at exp- at the expedition booth. Which, by the way, we get to put our hands on the new Mako X, which I know you're interested in. So the, here's what they're claiming: the new bow from Expedition B, and we're working a little bit with Expedition now. Don't mean we believe. Are you? Am I telling what they're claiming? Well, or are you telling me I, what they're claiming? I don't know if you know. Have you? I heard, do know. Have you heard the speed that they're saying this joker yeah, will shoot? Three sixty four. Three hundred sixty four feet a second. Is that yeah. good? We don't believe it. Oh, I believe it'll shoot it. <laughs> I have no doubt that it'll shoot that fast. What is your concern? <laughs> Five inch brace height. They're saying that it can be done with it smooth. I'm not saying it's not smooth. Oh, I'm saying it's going to be. I'm not saying anything yet. <laughs> Until you get your hands <laughs> yeah, on it. I need to shoot it first. But, well, anyway. I mean, you generally low brace height bows are harder to shoot. Yeah. Way harder to shoot. Well, we're going to find out. Accurately. So, so I'm excited about that. So we're going to be doing, do you know that, Cody? A live no. podcast from the expedition booth. Well, I do know that. Oh, okay. I didn't know about the feet per second. Not. That's ridiculous. I just need to know if the arrow goes through the deer. That's it. Oh, it, well, it's yeah. going to slice butter if that one hits it. Well, it'll allow guys that are, you know, your lower lower poundage guys and, and shorter draw length guys to, to, be, able to shoot. be able to shoot higher speeds, mm. you know. That's good. That's where those, those bows really shine is with short draw guys and lighter poundage guys that may have shoulder itchers or something like that. They can, you know, they can shoot their draw length in that lower poundage and still gain a lot of feet per second out of a bow. Yeah. I'm excited about the, the – you know, we're getting to work with Expedition now, and the reason I'm excited about it is because our good buddy Mark Heck recently purchased Expedition, and anything that dude's ever touched has turned to gold. Mm-hmm. He's a phenomenal businessman and a super, super kind-hearted, generous person, and it's going to be interesting just to see how that thing comes about. Really. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's going to be awesome. It's to a follow. competitive market, though. Very competitive. <clears throat> I mean, every every bow manufacturer is coming out with incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. The innovation just keeps coming and coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's going to be fun. We're going to get to hang out with uh, Michael Waddell and the Bone Collector crew. We'll be at the Big and Jay and Swagger booth one day. We're going to be at the All Season Feeder booth one day with our good buddy Rusty. I believe Kendall Jones is coming back on the podcast again, and then we get to close it out at the Hunter Specialties booth with our buddy Jason, Jason McKee. McKee. And uh, that's going to be fun. That's uh, just what's scheduled. There's liable to be several impromptu (laughs) podcasts throughout the weekend. Yeah, that's just what's on the schedule. And so I got a feeling I'm going to be hoarse within about a day and a half or two. So it's a good thing you may be coming in late because Mm -hmm. you may have to drive the conversation. I'll be in there on Friday afternoon late. (laughs) They'll be like, welcome to the Dewar 12 podcast. (laughs) Sound like an old smoker or something. Uh, Speaking of smoking. I got a funny story. He pointed at you like you started <laughs> oh, or something. No. I know the story. Did you see his face when I said, speaking of smoking? You know, I ain't even told you this. So I went to the doctor just for some general checkup stuff the other day. <laughs> <laughs> this is I don't know if this has ever happened to anybody. I go in there and I sit down and you know how they pull up your little screen or whatever. And she goes, well, I see you smoke here. How long have you been smoking? How often do you smoke? <laughs> Dude, my face, my wife was in there too. And I looked at her like, what just happened? I was like, ma'am, I don't smoke, number one. Well, and number two, how did you get that on my profile that I smoke? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I ain't going to lie. Like, growing up occasionally, you know, I might have had a little cig here or there somewhere. But, like, I'm 41 years old. Did you say cig? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, my, it was, I don't know if my face was caught more off guard than my wife's That's face. That's hilarious. She was like... <laughs> 
<laughs> but we're very close to our uh, doctor there. I figure she was jacking with me, to be honest with you. She probably was. I think it was Brecken. I don't know if you know or not, but it probably was. She was probably <laughs> jacking with me. Anyway, that was a side note. So anyway, that's just the ATA schedule. That's all happening here in the first, uh, I guess, the end. What is that? Second, week of Jan- second, second weekend in January. Second week of January. Weekend in January. Then we got potentially going to end up in Vegas at SHOT Show. Uh-huh. Maybe <clears throat> we may try to weasel out of that one for hunting. But. We've got our mine and yours hunt, FE Hill hunt, sometime in there. Yeah, we've got two more FE Hill hunts. Cody, have you talked to your wife about traveling much in January? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll we'll try to go easy on it. Anyway, it's going to be an insane uh, January for two thousand. We need a good FE Hill hunt after this year. Yeah, it's been speaking of hunts. We're still on persistence if we want to continue yeah. that podcast. <laughs> There's gonna be an entire SB episode beating of no grind. kills. <laughs> beating the grind in Arkansas. So anyway, that's just January. And I th- I think one of the things I'm most excited about for two thousand nineteen is the um additions to the podcast that we're gonna mm-hmm. try to add. Uh-huh. So I'm gonna just cast a little bit of that vision for you of what we're looking at doing. You can give us some feedback if if uh you think it'll be good, bad, ugly, whatever? But I've asked I've asked Brandon to help us out with something that he's really good at. Brandon's a gearhead, number one, aren't you, B? Uh, self-proclaimed. So, <laughs> no, that's not just self-proclaimed. I mean, I help you proclaim that too. I do. I like, am a gearhead. Like, I call myself a gearhead. Well, I like it. Like B is he knows products so well that. When Matt calls and says, Heath, what do you need from whoever, Sitka or the bow company or whatever? I'm just like, <laughs> Call B. I'm just like, ask him. I'm like, just whatever B's getting, because I promise you it's been researched. He knows <laughs> he knows every thread that was made inside that Sitka vest, and it's going to be good. That's so it saves awesome. me time, actually. It saves me time. But it's so <laughs> with that thought process, I thought, man, it would be a good idea to compare some products. You know, writers do it all the time. They they write about stuff, Mm -hmm. and you hear reviews, and you see reviews online. But I thought about, what if we kind of somewhat make it a competition? Yeah. Like, we take a category. You could throw out whatever category. Maybe it's bows. Maybe it's saws. Maybe it's releases. I don't know. Maybe it's rifles. I don't know. And we picked, like, the top three uh, brands of that category that we feel like. Or maybe it's fan-voted. I don't know. We might get into that later. But the top three brands... And we had our own battle of the brand. I think it's a good idea. What do you think, B? Yeah. This is why this is why it's a good idea. Because you gotta do all the work. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna be testing gear. You're gonna be and and not only that, but because you're testing it, you gotta buy all the products. (laughs) (laughs) That was B's when we first started talking about it, Cody B was like Hold on, how are we going to get all these products? I was like, well, we got to buy them, dude. So, but here's the thing this is why I think it'll be good, is because the whole goal of Battle of the Brand is to give a true, a truly an unbiased opinion. Yeah, totally. On, on why you think this is the product. And, and you even said this the other day some products are going to be better in certain areas, depending yeah, on where you're at. There, there might not be a clear cut, okay, this is the best, because the best in what situation? You know, there's just. Like you said, boots for There's rarely just uh, this is the best anything. It's the best for this or that mm-hmm. or something else, just like boots. I mean, uh, you're not going to wear a lacrosse knee but rubber boot to Colorado on an elk hunt. I mean, he, you might. Now, he actually wore some lacrosse boots. He did. While we were in Colorado on elk hunt last trip. <laughs> that does hey, not surprise me. Let me tell you one what. bit. It doesn't surprise me. Let me tell you bit. what happened Sunday. <laughs> we're up on a mountain, hiking a mountain, and Heath's got on Crocs. <laughs> oh, my God. And he says, Brandon would kill me if I did this. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. And the guy wearing hiking boots fell. That, that was me. <laughs> so, yeah, he's hacking on me for being on the mountain and cross. This this conversation had just happened, too. Yeah, he was hacking on me, and he had hiking boots on, and guess who busted their butt <laughs> and shattered his phone right on a rock? <laughs> it was me. It was funny, though. It was. But there's just, you know, there's things like that that you're going to run into when you're trying to find the best. Mm-hmm. Because rarely there's a clear-cut best, but we can look for it. Well, and that's the thing. Even the, even the, we've already talked about some of the categories we're going to have, and our goal is to select what we believe right out of the gate is three of the top. So none of them are – you're not going wrong with any of them. 
But if you if B had to, to declare a winner based right. on the way you yeah, hunt, the way I hunt and what yeah. I need it for, absolutely. Then I'm and a, I think maybe even get into a little bit of why, no, even I, on yeah. it, because there's certain ways certain products are designed to be used. Like it, take what Heath just said for instance that he gets what I get basically. What when I go hunting with Heath, sometimes I want to lower my head and run into a tree because I'm watching him use this equipment <laughs> and it's totally not the way it's supposed to be used. <laughs> I got a story on that. He's all layered up wrong. Hey, <laughs> hey, the first time we were on a bear hunt in Arkansas, of course, this was 10 years ago. B was hanging sets and he said, hey, you got a saw. Oh, my God. And dude, you I he goes, it. oh yeah, I got one. It's right over. It, there, we had to go back up to the cabin and get it or something. I, I got one up here at the cabin. <laughs> I'm thinking like a tree saw, a limb saw. Yeah. No, uh, old school board saw, like freaking <laughs> this long. He started playing. He's like, this ain't a saw. This is a instrument. <laughs> you're That's totally on video dis- somewhere. You're, you're totally discrediting my hunting ability. Dude, we got those when we got our first got our uh quiet cat bikes the first year. We were in Kansas and got backpacks on. Well those sick of backpacks we got, they got straps on them. I mean they're made to hold a stand and I mean all this kind of stuff. Or scent drag. This sucker yeah, or he uses them for scent drag because they're hanging. He doesn't have they're rolled up, they got little velcro on the ends, so you can tidy them up where they're not hanging down and catching and everything. See what I deal with? He's on his bicycle. He can't even ride the bike because the straps are getting hung up in the spokes. <laughs> and it's freaking going, kang, bing, bang. Straps popping out of the spokes as he's going down the field. That's this is crazy. why he told me I need to go hunt with him I before him. I go with you. I warned you, Cody. Yeah. You need to go did. with me first. I'm a, I find a happy medium with all this. I'm not overboard, but I try not to be underboard. You say underboard? <laughs> You said cigs. <laughs> That's what she asked me if I smoked. <laughs> That's hilarious. I didn't smoke, so anyway, that uh it's gonna you just totally made me look like an idiot. No, I didn't. Oh yeah. I'm I'm so discredited from this podcast <laughs> battle of the brands. Either. I'm gonna be the guy Dude, that asks you questions. Still kill big deer. This is the matter. I'm gonna be the guy that asks questions about the products. <laughs> yeah. To learn. Absolutely. And then I'll use whatever you say as the champion of that brand battle. That well, as long as you buy it, that's a lot of pressure on the guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the marketing guy, so I'll help market whatever products win. <laughs> and you can tell me why they're great, and I'll use that in our verbiage for their next website. I like it. There you go. That's just part of what we're doing. Yeah. I like the battle of the brand. Idea. I think I it's fun. I think it's going to be fun. I think we can learn about some products, and most importantly. We can get a, a, some true, honest feedback mm-hmm. that's not based off of somebody paying you to say something mm-hmm. or whatever. Because we live in the marketing world, and we realize people do that, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things. Even we've tried to do as a as a company with South Face is we try to work with companies. We do work with companies that we legitimately believe in their products. Mm-hmm. We're not going to market something we think is a piece of crap just because it it reflects the integrity of what we're doing. And so there are companies that'll do that though. Yep, and that's what. I mean, there's, I mean, there's even companies that are paying people for, to go write reviews. And so, and I'm a big review guy. Like yep. I don't shop for nothing unless I read reviews, but mm-hmm. now I'm like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that real? <laughs> is yeah. that real? Yeah. So that's what I, that's what I think we can accomplish with this is, is, you know, comparing some brands that we feel like are really, really good pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Cause they're, they're, but they're, I, I don't know if y'all do this, but I have to catch myself reading reviews now and I don't even want to look at the good reviews. I go look at the oh, negative I, ones. I want to go see what the negative reviews were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, cause it might. And, and, and I, I look at the overall picture when I'm looking at reviews mm-hmm. too, cause there's, you're going to have, if you're a company in business more mm-hmm. than a few years, you're going to have some idiot that, I mean, I heard it with some companies the other day, dude's window was busted out. And he forgot to tell when they called in to get the window fixed or wanted it replaced for free. They they forgot to tell him that a, a horse or a bull had been out there busting it around. So, you know, I mean, there's always going to be situ- situations and scenarios where things are happening. So, anyway, that's going to be a lot of fun. And then what else is going to be fun 
is but you're getting brought into a lot of content you got to develop. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you got, okay. You're going to have a lot of homework because <laughs> Be the Body is also going to be bringing us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Y'all got to quit with that. Be the Body is going to be bringing us some health and wellness tips. And Heath, the shape, we got Be the Body and Heath, the shape. I feel like this is a, a – I'm gonna be teaching a lot, dude, and like you a lot this year. I'm, I'm trying to. So we're gonna talk about goals here in a second. But one of my goals is to learn a little bit more in 2019 about two things: brands and health and wellness. Health and wellness. I mean, I'm that I'm kind of falling into a category with the rest of the world there for January, anyway. So we're gonna go down that path. This is one thing I know about health and wellness, which ain't much, but this is one thing I know is. It's never going away. People, there are going to be people on the planet that always want to be healthy. Absolutely. So, well, I mean, that's job security for you and your CrossFit world. Yes, it is. But, and, you know, that's a good thing. I mean, no, it is. A it, good it, thing. it, 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 <clears throat> being well is, uh, and there, you know, I'm well. Yeah. I don't know about healthy. But there, you know, and we'll get into <laughs> more of that in the podcast, yeah. but there's, there's fitness, wellness, and sickness. And, you know, fitness is a hedge on being sick because you, if you're fit, then you have to get well before you can get sick. Yeah. So, I mean, if you draw it on a continuum and it, I, there's a, there's a big need for it in our society right now. I mean, we're, oh, we're, we're so there's, bad. I mean, with, uh, diabetes and heart disease and things like that and, there's no reason people – there's people that aren't even enjoying doing stuff with their kids because they're so out of shape and, you know, not healthy. Yeah. Uh, and there's a lot of it that is uh, because of special interest groups and things like that that have actually changed policy uh, with food and things like that that is not good for the American people at all yeah that's a that's something i've thought about <clears throat> i don't i don't take a lot of supplements other than my morning spark drink that i've been doing for 17 years i think but i wonder sometimes like what people's putting in their body if they ever even consider what's really it's all what's a, going i mean on, it's you know? and it's all a drug i mean anything you put in your body from food to to medicine to supplements all of it affects you in a way in a yeah. certain way and um you can change a lot of how you feel um, just by changing what you eat. Yeah. You know, a lot of those changes aren't drastic. I mean, immediate, you know, it takes a little while before you start feeling the effects of it. But once you do, man, it's a yeah. game changer. So, see, I'm actually interested in some of that, Cody. I'm going to try to do some of it. I'm going to try. I feel horrible right now. We're on a competition. I don't know if I told you this, <clears throat> Matt and Cody. Have you been doing well? No, but I ain't. Why y'all let me in? Because well, you don't need to lose no weight. What we how much weight are we trying to lose? Twenty pounds. In how long? Matt says six weeks. I don't know if it's possible. Matt, oh, it's possible. Covington. Covington. He's twenty four, right? Honey bun. We call him Honey bun. <laughs> I can. You can lose six. You can lose twenty pounds in six weeks easy. I can help you do. You want to help me do that, Brandon? Mm-hmm. You just got to eat and not eat. What I say. Hold on. I want on the plan where you get to eat what you want. That's called and, keto. And work out like crazy <laughs> and make up for it. Is there a plan like you that? You cannot outwork out. Uh, you can't outwork a crappy diet. Come on now. Uh, I you, used to. I try all the time. Yeah, but you can't. I'd if like you to seriously try. need to lose weight, you cannot outwork a crappy diet. I'd like to work about twenty pounds off. I would too. I'm about what was I the other day? Two twenty five, two twenty eight. I can't remember. Something like that. If it was like it looked like it was eight something when it was upside down on that scale. <laughs> anyway, it's not diet. Is nutrition is ninety percent of it. But that's a, that's probably the the um, that's a major American problem because mm-hmm. we all like food. Oh, yeah. I mean it's brutal. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to cut cheese products out of my diet or something, because <laughs> I love cheese. On that's everything. not the problem. But, so I'm just saying if cheese, meat, vegetables, fruits, anything you can buy out on the outside of the grocery store is not the problem. It's the processed. It's stuff. the processed food. It's the sugar. It's carbohydrate junk food all that kind of stuff well we're gonna get into some of that and it's gonna be probably hilarious because cody and i are gonna try to take on some of this stuff he's advising us to do which we gotta beat matt 
I mean, oh, we're if going. one of us could be mad, this I'd is be. the only way I will I will get into this is if it's a competition because I like competing. <laughs> I, I See, that's why you need to come to my gym. Oh no, no, I ain't not that. I ain't getting that like wrapped up in all this. <laughs> I ain't going CrossFit. He, dude. he bought him his stuff, so got, he's gonna do it at home. I'm gonna work. I got me some rubber bands at home. Oh my god! <laughs> Brandon's like, that ain't good. I'm gonna work this 225 down. It'll be awesome. <laughs> he got some rubber bands. <laughs> I was looking at his weight sets, and I saw one that was like nine hundred dollars, and I saw some rubber bands over there for like fifteen dollars. <laughs> So you got the band. They were like two fifty a handle, so I bought me two handles and for about twenty bucks I can work out. How much weight do you have on those bands? What's well, the resistance? It's uh what was it? hundred and something pounds, maybe hundred does that sound right, B? They were yeah, if you stand decent. on them, it depends on if you put two feet on them or one foot on them. You, you loop them up at the bottom. Yeah. yeah, you can make them shorter and make mm-hmm. them. Hey, by the time I get done, I'll have that thing so wrapped up, I'll be pulling so much tension. <laughs> he I mean, doesn't want to come to me and see me because he don't want squat. I don't I don't like all that cardio going after it crap. My my <laughs> joints will explode if I get into that. And I love hiking. I got up mountains. seventy year old women doing it. <laughs> Cody. Seventy got, year old women. I've been to CrossFit before fit before. I've seen it. I've seen I think it. I'd blow and something. He's sitting out. here telling me he can't do it. I didn't say I can't do it. <laughs> I'm not interested in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I got all that out of my system back in the day. <laughs> That's I can't stick with anything else. If I do anything else, I can't stick with it. I just quit doing it. Do you stick with CrossFit because the workouts are short? Mm-hmm. They're short. How short are they? 20 like minutes. It depends from, on how hard you work. I, I was thinking five or ten. I might get in on this. Anywhere from five minutes. Most not the average CrossFit workout is nine minutes long. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's yeah. it's You work hard for nine minutes. Yeah. Real hard. Now, like today is 25-minute one, but there's like three minutes of rest in there, and there's some, you know. But the average – when you go through CrossFit level one, that's what they tell you. The magic happens in the nine-minute workout. Really? Metabolic conditioning. You at least piqued my interest with a nine minute deal. It's it's there's a there's hope. I, I loved mm-hmm. CrossFit. I haven't done it in about a year and a half. I mean, it's an hour long, but that's including a warm up. And then if there's some kind of strength, you know, we'll do a lot of three sets of five on squats or deadlifts or presses you know, or whatever. And then we'll do a short seven six seven minute workout. And then but then some days there's longer workouts that are twenty minutes long. 18 I think long. I would be better if I showed up and Cody set the podcast gear up and I did play-by-play with you and Cody working out. And I just hosted the play-by-play, even though I don't know what y'all do yet. I got to learn your terminology. Yeah, you would need to come to a couple classes and just watch. And listen. Take and notes. listen. I'm telling you, I'm going to learn something on these podcasts, B. I don't know that you're going to get another member out of it, but I'm going to listen. <laughs> anyway, I'm I'm all kidding aside. I'm I'm super pumped for 2019. These uh these podcasts are, are to me is one of the funnest things we do mm-hmm. each month. We have mm-hmm. a good time and uh, we get some great feedback from it. And uh I, I, it's been crazy this last month. I've had several people contact me that are going all in, I guess, around 2019 with their chasing their passions and I actually told myself the other day, I, was, I told, I might have been one of y'all, I can't remember who I told, but I was like, man, it kind of got real all yeah. of a sudden. Yeah. People's leaving jobs and chasing their dreams, and uh, but the people I have talked to are, are doing it the right way, and I don't have any any doubt that they'll be successful in what they're doing. But, uh, you know, every time a year rolls around, it seems like the big, the big, the big deal is New Year's resolutions. You hear that? They're coming. They're coming. Everybody makes them. And did y'all make resolutions like last year? I don't ever make New Year's resolutions. I don't either. I, I, uh, I, cause I, I just, I just, I've learned my lesson in so many years, you know, that yeah. I'm not. So what I do do though is set goals. And I, I try to keep them like very, very, very basic. Like, so I can remember clear as day last year. I was, I told myself, and I told a few people too, just so I could have, have accountability. so I could have some accountability with it. But I told my, I think I even told you, Cody. Mm-hmm. My my goal was to know what to say yes to and what to say no to mm-hmm. in 2019. I didn't know exactly what that meant yet, mm-hmm. but I felt like based off of just previous uh, 
decisions we'd made in, in business and making some changes that there was going to be more opportunities. And so with that comes decisions you got to mm-hmm. make. And so I feel, and so it, that's kind of a broad goal, mm-hmm. like really broad. Cause you don't know, I don't even know how measurable it is until something goes wrong. Right. You know, but I feel like at least I can say December, it's mid December. We're actually recording this before the last day. I know. Well, that, that kind of goal gets, <clears throat> keeps you thinking, about stuff that comes up and keeps you prioritizing things yeah. in the right way. Yeah. Well, and then it affects when you've got people that you're working with now, it affects more than just you too, mm-hmm. when you make the wrong decisions, you mm-hmm. know? And so I'm kind of more of a goal guy. I feel like I'm not great at it, but I feel like I'm better at that than trying to come up with some new year's resolution. Mm-hmm. I was, I was actually reading earlier today that 80% of all new year's resolutions fail by the second week of February. That's actually longer than I thought it would be. Yeah. I thought it was going to read the second week of January. Yeah. I think it's probably 70. <laughs> I think people need to be super realistic about what their goals are, too. You yeah. Know? I mean, if you're sitting there in your life and you're going, I don't ever get this, I can't get this, I can't get ahead, I can't do this, or I'm not having these opportunities yet, you don't get out of bed till 10 o'clock every day, then your goal doesn't need to be to find a new job, your goal needs to be, I'm going to get up at 6 a.m. every morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's the goal you need to set. And then we'll worry about, you what know, what after. you're going to do after that with mm-hmm. that four hours of time you've got in the day now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's I, – I feel like there's a lot of different things you can consider when um, setting goals, obviously. And for me, I feel like the – the simpler and the more practical I can keep it. And, and I actually even, even for today, even jotted down a few questions that I thought were of value to ask yourself. And, um, matter of fact, we can just kind of talk through them real quick and see what you guys think, but this is kind of how I look at it. And so I'm not speaking for everybody around this podcast. You guys can chime in, but I feel like you'll agree. I look at it like this when I'm setting goals and this is what I'm going to do for 2019 too. And that's kind of why we wanted to do this right now because everybody's going to be thinking about this stuff between the time right now, the time they hear this podcast, and the new year, if you hear it before. We'll try to get this one out before the last day. So you got a few days to kind of stir mm-hmm. on it. But I look at it like this when I, I ask myself these questions. One of them is, do I set motivating goals? And what I mean by motivating goals is, is, is the goal I'm setting something that fires me up? Like I get excited about thinking about whatever it is I'm fixing to do for somebody. It may be getting into CrossFit and mm-hmm. at the beginning of January for somebody, it may be job, a career choice. It may be something massive they're looking at doing for some, it may be as simple as eating healthier. I don't know. That might be the hardest one mm-hmm. <laughs> eating healthier, but at the, at the end of the day, is it motivating? Does it fire you up? Do you get excited about it? Because if it does, there's a good chance you're going to follow through with it. You know, for me, like last year, I was excited about the idea of, of, knowing what to say yes to and what to say no to because I knew the things I said yet could that I said yes to was potentially going to give us the most successes in our business or whatever. Um, it's a little nerve wracking because you don't want to miss out on great opportunities either. We're dealing with a few ideas right now and opportunities with businesses that we're kind of in lingo right now. Is that what we need to do? Is that worth? Cause time is the most valuable thing we have. Mm-hmm. We all have the same amount of it. So we have to really prioritize our time and make sure it's going to provide the most opportunity for the greatest return, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And so that's one of the questions I ask. I don't, you guys want to chime in on any of that? Uh, totally. That, I mean. Give us, give us like, for instance, let me, let me lead you into this. So you just, this last year, you've taken in ownership of a CrossFit mm-hmm. gym. Uh, it was crazy circumstances the way it all happened. We don't wish that on anybody, but the way it happened, but Nevertheless, once it all went down and you took on the gym, I'm going to guess you were pretty motivated about having that CrossFit. Oh, absolutely. Because you love it. Yeah. You weren't no. taking on something that no, absolutely not. you didn't look forward to doing. Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, and, and we set goals as a business and in that business that we, by the end of the year, we wanted to be at a certain point or a certain place. Yeah. And, you know, that's what we worked to hit. We set a plan up for that and executed it, and then, you know, yeah. we, we actually hit that way before the end of the year. So, mm. you know, 
having a plan for those goals is, you know, I tend to like to set, have like long-term goals that I'm looking at, you know, this is where I want to be, Yeah. you know, two years, three years from now, but then have a lot of smaller short-term goals Mm -hmm. that I'm working on month to month, week to week, whatever, you know, small that I want to do, you know, and, and it's even as little as is if, um, let's say you're trying to lose weight, you know, and you're used to eating whatever, whenever, well, your goal doesn't need to be, I want to lose 150 pounds. Mm -hmm. Your goal needs to be, I want to eat healthy four of the seven days a week. Mm -hmm. Let's see if we can do do that. Let's see if we can do that for a month and then then we'll set another goal. Yeah. I know know for me, like if I don't do stuff like that, I fall off the wagon mm-hmm. real fast. You, it's easy to because it's so far away, you do not feel like you can attain it. Mm-hmm. It's too far. It's too big. It's too monumentous, mm-hmm. mon- monumental to hit that mm-hmm. goal way out there. But yet, if you just break it down into Attainable. a week, yeah. I want to do this four times a week. Yeah. I want to work out three times a week. I'm going to do that for one month. Boom, you yeah. had a month. And then you have a feeling of accomplishment because mm-hmm. you accomplished what you set out to do. All right, now let's set the second month goal or let's set a two month goal. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And you can do that in anything. Anything. Whether anything it's in life. Working out or if it's business or anything in life. It's whatever. Maybe it's reading a book. I don't know. That ain't me. <laughs> I listen to them, though. I do like listening to books. If it's sales, I'm going to call on two customers a month that I'm uncomfortable calling on. Yeah. To try and gain new business. Yeah. That's a small goal that you can do that's well, attainable that, that you can hit all that, the time. That leads it's me little into, stuff like that. That leads me into the other the other two questions I had. You kind of already hit them all, which is I think we're all thinking on the same page here. Is the second one was was do you set measurable goals? And the third one was do you set attainable goals? They kind of work yep. hand in hand. Mm-hmm. But that's basically what you were just saying. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes where where I know I've done it in the past where I've messed up is trying to set a goal that's not really attainable mm-hmm. for the seasonal life that mm-hmm. I'm in, you know, right. not that it's not someday, but at least for the seasonal life that I'm in. And, uh, so I think if, I think if you can set goals that are, that are measurable and attainable based off of your current skill set, mm-hmm. you're setting yourself up for success. And a lot of people fall short on that measurable, measurable part. Oh, I do. Oh, yeah. I mean, it needs to be a number. Like it doesn't need to be, I want to lose weight or, I want to make more money or I want, you know, I want to lose 10 pounds mm-hmm. in this amount of time. Well, it gives you a specific, uh, it helps mm-hmm. you make a specific plan to make that happen. Absolutely. And you got to have some, I think you've got to have some balance in that thought process too. So for me, there's, there's obviously a lot of different types of people, but for me, I'm a big visionary thinking way too big sometimes. And so let's just throw weight out there. Let's say if we were going to say we we're going to throw weight out there and we're going to lose, what would we say? 20 pounds in, mm-hmm. in six, six, weeks. six weeks. Well, if I would have been coming up with this game, I'd have been like, dude, let's lose 60 pounds in six <laughs> weeks. Yeah. And I'd have way overshot it, and so yeah. I'd have probably mm-hmm. fell short of my goal. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if and then you, you wouldn't want to do but it. But then again. you've got the flip side of that. You've got somebody else that'd be like, "Well, let's try to lose five pounds in six weeks." Yeah. So I think if you can have balance in your decision making when you're setting these goals, I like to undershoot my goal just a little bit because mm-hmm. then, just like these podcasts, we set we set out for twelve. And I thought that was very attainable mm-hmm. as long as we did what we said we would do, which is what we try to do. But. I knew we could also overachieve a little bit. So we mm-hmm. had balance in that thought process to where, you know what, if we work a little extra harder, we can overproduce and exceed our goal mm-hmm. even. May not by much, but there's something about it does to your, as far as setting future goals, when you achieve or overachieve one time, you're kind of setting yourself up for success down mm-hmm. the road when you're setting goals with other things, you know. And just like y'all's little 20 pounds in six weeks deal, that's probably a little bit unrealistic. I mean – you can lose that, but actually, you're not going to keep that weight gone if you lose it that fast. Yeah. I mean. Especially with the season that's coming upon us. Well, it's just like, Hol- I mean. Holidays. You can figure a pound, a pound and a half. Lots a week, of food. A week of losing a pound, a pound and a half a week. I and like food. that's sustainable. <laughs> a lot. That's something that's sustainable. You can lose weight in a healthy way or lose weight not in a not healthy way. Yeah. You know, if you lose that well, 20 pounds in six weeks it's going to be hard to keep it off keep it off I, i've like i think that's a great point i lost 
probably 50 pounds seven years ago. Holy cow. Are you serious? Yeah. You lost a human. I weighed 170 pounds when I moved to Ohio, and it took a long time for me to get back to 200. Mm -hmm. But once I got over 200, I lose 20 pounds, and I put it back on really fast Mm -hmm. because I'm, you know, doing some kind of crash diet Mm -hmm. or – you know, and that other to to go from two fifteen down to one seventy or whatever that was. Um, I worked out every day. I ate right every day. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was a it be- had become a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And so, um, when you set the goal, like you're saying, mm-hmm. and it becomes it becomes lifestyle if you're doing it that that way. Instead yeah, of, and it has to be if you're going to maintain it. Mm-hmm. And for and and to get into a healthy type lifestyle it, it's got to just become what you do mm-hmm. i mean you have to learn to make those decisions well 80 percent of the time that's mm-hmm. what it takes 80 percent. you do it 80 percent of the time you're good you're gonna be good you're making you're inspiring me b i'm actually you've said two or three things today is giving me hope it's easier <laughs> than most people think it is if you just commit to commit it. to do yeah it. and that's what's hard yeah. <laughs> saying well, it, i mean i like oreos too mm-hmm. i don't eat them on the weekend <laughs> hey we can start calling him oreo no no i like be the body better <laughs> it's a way better nickname no, it's not. But he got real defensive before this podcast. He got, I don't know, he got emotional about this nickname. You can't be 43 called no I said you, you can't pick your nickname. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You, can, you don't get to pick it. You can fight it. God dang, you can fight it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so here's my final thought on this because we got to wrap this up. It's almost a new year. You guys ready for 19? Absolutely. I'm so pumped. Pumped for up. It's going to be awesome, man. Here's, here's my last thoughts on, on goals for 2019. This is just what I do. You guys can think about it while I'm telling you what I do and think about what you do, whatever you want to communicate here. But I try to focus on results and not the process. Mm-hmm. Now, within that, I heard from a baseball coach at one time, and it's still even here recently. I've heard some teaching our kids to love the process to enjoy it and the fact is no matter what goals you set there's going to be a process to it and there's more than likely going to be a part of it that you don't enjoy for instance working out we're talking about that right now and if you get really frustrated with the process you're never going to see results so so here's the thought is this i even actually jotted it down because i wanted to remember it myself it was so good (laughs) that was i'm just kidding cody but i do like it focus on the results not the process but learn to love the process for it's what paves the way to results. I like that. Very good. Too. I like that. I like it. I'm going to stick with it. And that's what I'm going to grow with going into 2019. I think that's good. You guys got any last thoughts? I'm good. You good? Yep. I got to go get kids. Guys, it's been an awesome, awesome year. Can't wait till January 2019. We will be back right here on the Tour 12 podcast, living our passion every single day. Take time if you got time. Give us a review. Give us a shout out on social media, and we'll be sure and get back in touch with you. Until 2019, peace out. God bless. Happy New Year, guys.